Hello and welcome to episode three of the Beat is for Brutal podcast. Yeah, episode three. Episode three, and no, we still don't have an intro, but we're working on it. Don't worry. And I'll start singing for it next week. <laughs> and um, if you do have any suggestions or something you'd like to hear in the intro, please drop a DM. It's for brutal. Yeah, week. there's even a feature to where if you send us like a voice memo to the episode, so if you dropped it right here, we could include it in the show and let everybody else know what you think the um, podcast intro should be. You can also drop a DM or Instagram is BS. We'll Google. include all the haters too, so like, this show is shit. Encourage <laughs> <laughs> all feedback. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's first talk about the news. So um, we're going to have a B-School episode. It's a little bonus episode coming up. It's just a crash course on MMA, uh, mostly UFC, on weight classes and divisions, who are the people to watch, who are the champs, uh, how scoring works, um, terminology, disciplines, and other leagues. So be looking forward to that. Also, we're going to have our first interview on... Um, August 15th with Eli the Prophet Alejandro. Make some noise for this guy. (laughs) 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 uh, We're actually attending his fight as well on August 21st if you guys are in the Florida area. Area? Area? In Spring Hill. (laughs) Uh, That's where he's at, but his fight will be in Suffer Hills. So we're pretty uh, pumped for that. We actually bought a new camera, so we might have some video episodes coming up. I'm pretty excited about that. I know nothing about cameras, but I'm very excited for those video episodes. And we're going to try to put yeah, some clips put on, on the fight. Yeah, I did make a YouTube channel, so it is also BS for Brutal, so check it out on YouTube. There's I no... looked it up. I couldn't find it, so I think we have to upload some stuff. Yeah, there's nothing on there, out. but we will be uploading some stuff, so if you have a YouTube, check it out. Is this going on YouTube? Yeah, I'm going to start putting all the audio episodes on there as well. We might have some Until cool clips or something. Yeah, the camera should be here, I think, on Wednesday. Oh, so is there going to be video next week? I don't know. There might be video. <laughs> if you think there should be video, DM us. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a poll on Instagram. All right. Did you guys see that card last night? We watched it. What did you think about the card. that card? I mean, it was pretty... It was good. There was... I wish there would have been at least one more knockout. There yeah, was there was four. quite a bit of cancellations. Every, five, every week, there was at least five the past two weeks. But yeah, there was uh, quite a few canceled fights. The co-main got canceled a bunch of times. <laughs> the last one was Hani Yaya versus whoever he was fighting. I just remember his name. I was like, Hani Yaya. And he's a grappler. I remember him fighting. He's a tough dude. Yeah. That got canceled. A bunch of them got canceled. So uh, be looking out for a new hashtag. Big Toe Row. He fought uh, one of the <laughs> Kosi brothers, and this guy's toe was at least like an inch and a half toe long. Bro. That's not yeah. his nickname. What's it? It's the Fresh Prince. I think yeah, that's his nickname. Valley T's Big Toe Row because that was just a big, big toe. That was. Uh, yeah, that's both the Kosi brothers are the opposite of the Diaz brothers, as in they have. Absolutely no gas tank whatsoever. His brother gassed in the first round when he fought, and he gassed Orion Kosi or whatever. So I think is his name. He yeah. gassed in the first round, got knocked out by 
Big toe row. Big toe row. <laughs> I give that fight a five out of five. Not just because of the big toe, but yeah, his it was a toe was good like fight. exceptionally long. <laughs> I noticed that as well. I was like, why is this man's toe so long? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I have a coworker named Charlie who used to fight professionally. Yeah. And I think he. Be a guy that lost to Big no, Toe Row. No, yes. Big Toe Row lost to a guy in kickboxing. Okay. And that guy lost to Char- your yeah. co-worker Charlie in Shout MMA. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> co-worker Charlie? Yeah. Most corporate Charlie? Yeah, corporate Charlie, yeah. He said one. That's kind of a, somebody else calls somebody corporate something. Yeah. Co-worker Charlie. <laughs> yeah, and I hope he maybe fights again. That'd be pretty cool. Definitely my most interesting co-worker for sure. Uh, so yeah, another fight um, I thought was pretty good was uh, Brian Barbarina versus Barbarina. I think okay. I say say Barbarina, or something like that. Barbarina. Maybe and you know I um, one person told me if your last name is like similar to like some occupation, maybe your ancestors were like that. So maybe he comes from a family of barbers. <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah, he's a barber. <laughs> Or maybe he's a part-time barber. No, what, are they Italian barbers? Barbarina! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what country he's from. Or if he's American, but I can't remember. Yeah, but he was the favorite against uh, Jason Witt. The vanilla gorilla. I thought he was going to beat him because Jason Witt got knocked out with like a jab in his last fight. So I thought he was going down. But he took a lot of punishment. and. Yeah, and it was very clear that... Um, Jason Witt wanted to keep things on the ground. He was not that great on his feet. And, you know, yeah, I understand. He's yeah. up. He's yeah. up on the feet. You could really tell because there was freaking two takedowns in the first round. I'm like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I want to see it on the feet. I like to see <laughs> I like to see the kicks and the punching for sure. Um, yeah, the strikes are like 104. To, I mean, I can pull it up real quick, but they were here. That got fight of the night, though. Yeah. It, it did for sure. Yeah, it wasn't my fight of the night, but I can. One hundred fourteen to fifty six. Yeah, so in favor of Brian Barbarina. So was that twice as much as? What they got eight takedowns. Yeah, freaking! I counted. I think Jason seven or eight. Won the decision. Yeah, it was very crucial for Brian, especially in that third round or in that second round. No, um, the third round he definitely won. The first two rounds he lost. Yeah, I definitely gave the first two rounds to Jason with there. It was just all the takedowns. I think in my notes he had two takedowns in that first round. And um, then uh, Brian tried to get do a guillotine, and you know we always say here yeah, that they yeah. never worry. Like just don't try. Because it's like every time someone pulls a guillotine, the judges are like, or not the judges, but the commentators are like, oh, he doesn't have it, a shoulder too high, or whatever. I'm just it's like, very rare that they win with a guillotine. Yeah, so I don't know why people keep trying that, but I'm not a fighter, but... Eh, sometimes that's all you can get, I guess, but... Or they use it to change positions sometimes, well, I guess. Yeah, you end up pulling guard, and then you end up underneath if you don't win with, with the guillotine right there. So... I wouldn't use it. I don't like... Whenever somebody pulls guillotine, I'm like, oh, no. It's rare that they win with them. It's probably like 1% of the time yeah. they win with guillotine. I will say, in the, the beginning of the third round, I did enjoy um, that striking that they had there. was pretty yeah, good. It was, he almost knocked him out. Brian Barberino almost knocked out with Jason the Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah, that's what Wait. I wanted to see a knockout there. 
That was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite fight of the night, but it was good. Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Three, I gave it a four out of five. I don't know. It was definitely better than a three out of five. Uh, that other fight, Rafa Garcia versus yeah, this was Chris Gritzmacher. I think oh. this was my favorite fight as well. Um, Chris Gritzmacher. Back and got, forth. The whole yeah. Thing. I love the heavy hits in the first round. And uh, Chris even got stunned. And I really liked to see that, especially early on. Like, just laying it out there already. Yeah, they were going crazy. He was sh- hitting him in the body a ton. Lots of body shots. Weighing on the gas tank. Yeah, like a guy who has bloody, a chin who's just like walking bloody. it down, and he's like, I know I'm getting hit, but he super just keeps bloody. taking it. Yeah. It was so bloody. Yeah, he was, oh my goodness. A lot of clinch work. There was big uppercuts in the clinch. I love a good uppercut. I love a good uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that was my personal fight of the night. And I appreciate it really when the refs were just, you know, when they're on the ground and the refs even tell them, like, come on, we got to do something here. Because I hate when it just goes to the ground and they're just. Hugging and just, you know, the guy who's... <laughs> hugging. <laughs> yeah. I also, speaking of hugging, I also noticed that the girls more, they, like, hug more towards, like, the oh, end of the yeah. fight. Yeah. They always, and they the guys, they'll hugging. either, like, get mad or they'll just, like, shake their hand or whatever. Oh, but... I, oh, you mean, that's what you mean. I thought you meant they had, in the fights, they did well, yeah, more that, cage that's hugging. That's also true as well. But they, I like when they hug, like, after the decision. I'm just like, yeah, that was a... <laughs> I'll give a hug, you know. I like when they talk shit. Well, it depends on the, on the scenario. I feel like it's too late to kind of talk shit if you lost and they already <laughs> No, you gotta do it the DS Brothers way. When even if you lost, you just say that you won. Like, I didn't lose that fight. <laughs> the judges messed that one up. I won that fight no matter what. Even if you decisively lost, <laughs> you gotta say that you won. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Kind of like, like he's sort of a loser at that point. Like <laughs> Nick Diaz continued a fight that he lost one time in the hospital. He went and kept fighting the guy that he had a fight with in the hospital. What do you mean? There was a fight war about it. Basically, this I can't remember who he fought, but he had a UFC fight with a guy, and he lost, and they both went to the hospital. Oh, and Nick okay. Diaz continue, went and continued fighting him. Him and Nate Diaz went and jumped him. Oh continued fighting him in the hospital. Just can't let it go. That's <laughs> <laughs> a dose of CTE there. Yeah, it could be. They're just crazy. He's fighting, he's got a fight coming up, Nick Diaz. He's fighting Robbie Lawler. Yeah, I saw that. I, I've been seeing a lot of memes about that fight where it's like me when I watched the first round and he's like a the baby one, and yeah. then the, the second fight they're like an adult. Yeah, it was like 17 years ago. When they fought the first time. It'd be crazy. I think, uh, I don't know who's going to win that one. I think Nick Diaz is going to win. But, because Robbie Lawler has looked, the miles have caught up with him. In his recent fights, if you, if you watched any of them, he, whoo. Yeah, Nick Diaz Colby Covington the destroyed him. It was rough. I was like, oh my goodness. His corner was like head movement as he was just getting blasted in the face. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna also give it to Nick Diaz there. That's my pick for that fight. It could go either way. I could see Robbie Lawler winning. It's just gonna be a couple of old guys (laughs) going at it. It's five rounds though. What's the term they use, gatekeeper? I wouldn't call them gatekeepers at this point. That that's more 
A gatekeeper is a guy who's always ranked like 12th. Okay, yeah, these guys are not. Yeah, yeah they're not ranked anymore. Robbie Lawler was the champ in like 2016. Okay, so. He's just old now. Yeah, he's just old. Tessus Prime. Yeah. He was he's had some of the best title defenses ever. Oh my goodness, he has some of the most entertaining fights of all time. Woo, he's a bad motherfucker. He beat me up. <laughs> Still. So yeah, um, a couple other fights that were pretty interesting last night. Um, was it Stocha Stochla versus Gooden? Oh yeah, Gooden knocked him out. Yeah, I love a good knockout there. Uh, there was two first round knockouts. That yeah, one. Yeah, Gloria DePaula versus Shine yeah, and Bays. Shine and Bays. It's so, spelled like Bays. So yeah. Pronounced like Bays. I was pretty confused by that one. Was that the. Yeah, she so got a head kick. There's two head kick knockouts and two first round knockouts as well. Yeah, there was a guy on his UFC debut and he knocked the guy out in the second round. Yeah, that was a head kick. However you spell it. I don't even know. That guy had a name. It was like Melzik Bog. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to say his name at all. But if he keeps knocking people out, I'll learn him. Yeah, sorry, we're uncultured <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, too many crazy names. There's so many crazy names, and sometimes I'll debut and only be around for a couple of fights, so I can never remember off the top of my head. If I read them, I can remember, but I can't pronounce all these names at the time. Yeah, did anything else to kind of stick out to you from that card? That card wasn't For, super awesome. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. I would like to nominate um, um, Gritz or whatever, Gritzmacher. Gritzmacher, yeah. I'd like to nominate Chris Gritzmacher for Fighter of the Week. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Big Toro. Big Toro? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. my Big Toro, Chris Gritzmacher, and we got to have one more. I'd say. Um, Probably uh, the girl with the head, the head kick. Cheyenne Bays. Cheyenne Bays. I'd say Cheyenne Bays. Would all, I'd also put her up, but just because she got a knockout. And it was the co-main. Yeah, it was so the first it's good round, to have a nice, so it's nice yeah, to have, good yeah. to have a knockout before the main event. But that main event, I mean, it was good, but it was just drawn out. And you know who was going to win the whole time, yeah. seemingly, after the third round especially. So it yeah. wasn't my fight of the night. And speaking of knockouts, let's bring out our knockout tally again. We need like a bell sound or something for that. Bing, 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 Knockout tally, let's go. So there was four this card, and so that gives us uh, 13 since the podcast started. So 13 total since the podcast started? Or 14. 14, yeah. Yeah, 14. Yeah. There's five last week. And then five the next one. So 14. one below average, so 14 knockouts since the uh, podcast started. I still think that tells you it's pretty action-packed <laughs> sport, you know. Because we don't see knockouts in any other sport, really, you know, this often. Yeah, yeah that's true. Rarely in hockey. Yeah. They get in fights and a knockout. Yeah, I'd like to see it. There. Yeah, 14 knockouts on the knockout tally. <laughs> so I hope to see some more for sure in the future. Yeah. What do you what knockouts that you possibly see coming for up? For the I next think, card, uh, Derek, is it Derek Lewis? Yeah. Cyril gone. Yep, that's the next card, Derek Lewis. Versus yeah, Derek Cyril Lewis gone. definitely has to knock this guy out if he wants to. Oh win, yeah. I think. Well, that's why I think Derek Lewis is gonna win because the other guy's faster than him. He has a more diverse striking. He's always you know on the back foot, and more mobile. So usually when that's the case. 
that Derek Lewis is going to knock that guy out. Like, when it's like, oh, Derek Lewis on paper is not going to win this fight, <laughs> he usually gets a knockout. So, I'm picking Derek Lewis. I think he's going to win. I think I'm going to take Derek Lewis by second round bonk. I think he's going to bonk him in the second round and take him out. I'm going with Cyril Gone just because I don't know. I don't I don't know if Derek Lewis will knock him out. He's, has he been knocked out before? Cyril no, Gone? he's undefeated. Okay, yeah, so I'll go with Cyril Gunn. Who do you think will be the favorite? Oh, Cyril Gunn is Cyril the favorite. Gunn. He yeah, is he the is. favorite. I can see what the odds are. But yeah, I've, he's definitely the favorite. I, I don't think Der- Derek Lewis is never the favorite. <laughs> he's always the <laughs> okay. underdog. Oh, yeah, so. He's always the underdog in all the spites. So maybe we'll show a little love for Derek Lewis on the page. Just yeah, so Derek know. Lewis, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time, but he'll always just be losing until he just decides to win. So he knocks him out, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's time to win this fight now. I wonder if that guy works out, you know. Derek Lewis is a plus two, $258, and Shogun is a minus $345. All so right. if you leave, there's a calculator to sit, tell you what they think that percentage is. Oh, it's... What website are you using? I'm just going to look up odds calculator. I don't know if it'll even... Converter. Shit. I don't know what it happened. There was a tweet on this past But that's like an eight... They're basically saying it's like an 80% chance that That Cyril Gunn's going to win. win. Yeah, Yeah. that's what those odds are saying with that. So... (laughs) I think Derek Lewis is going to win. I'm pulling for Derek Lewis. Either way, I'll, I'll go for the American 90% of the times, depending. Well, uh, definitely send, send us a DM. Let us know who do you think is going to win, Cyril Gunn or Derek Lewis. These are my, I'm going to do my whole picks here. I think Cyril Gunn's going to win. The co-main is a close one with Jose Aldo. I'm going with Jose Aldo. Versus Pedro Munoz. Yeah. Man, both of them are pretty hard to knock out, but Jose... Pedro Munoz, I don't think he's ever, I don't know if he's ever been knocked out. He has got a chin on him. He's a tough dude. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. I. That's a close one. That's a close one for me. Yeah, Pedro Munoz has never, yeah, Pedro Munoz has never been knocked out. I'm going to go with Pedro Munoz on this one just because I think his volume and everything over the, uh, well, it's only three rounds, though. Aldo does look good over three rounds. Man. If Aldo's going to win, I say it's going to either... Uh, I lean towards an Aldo decision, but I'm going to go with Pedro Munoz getting the decision on that one. I don't know what the odds are. Let's see. What, what are the odds on that? Yeah, let's check out the odds on Jose Aldo versus... <laughs> what's the guy? Pedro... Pedro Munoz. Munoz. Okay. Pedro Munoz just beat Jimmy Rivera. Yeah. Work. So yeah, let us know your picks. Who do you think is gonna win? Pull the card up on the on that there. What card number is it? Two. Just type in UFC. It'll come up. Two sixty something. Two sixty five. Two sixty five. I don't see a place where I would check. That's fine. I'll check the odds right now. But but um. Well, while you're pulling After that, that up, Mike Lachiesa, I'm taking Mike. Vicente Luque in that one. Mike Lachiesa is so good in, on the ground. He's a grappler. He's a wrangler. But Vicente Luque is no slouch on the yeah, ground. Yeah, and he's got a little bit more experience. He's 20, um, 20 and 7 with a tie. 
Yeah, no, I, experience is not an issue for either of these guys. That's for sure. They're both very experienced. Michael Chiesa used to fight on 155. He's the guy in that super annoying commercial with oh, Justin Gaethje. Oh, yeah, Gaethje with Justin with the Gaethje, Lions. yeah. That's that guy. That's a pretty cringe commercial. Yeah, that commercial <laughs> sucks. <laughs> like I walking toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose. Jose Aldo's minus 140, so he's just slightly favored over Pedro Munoz. Okay. Vicente Luque at minus 130, so slightly favored over uh, Michael Chiesa. I'm going to agree with the odds on that one and disagree with the odds on the other. I'm going to take the mostly underdogs, it's looking like, on this one. Um, what else we got on there? Oh, the tiny tornado. Versus Angel Hill. I think Angel Hill's going to... Tisha Torres is actually one of my favorite of the ladies fighters. And she's favored. But I think Angel Hill's going to beat the brakes off her. Her striking is pretty... She hits hard. For, especially for the ladies. She... Uh, I'm going to lean towards... I'm going to take Angela Hill in that one. What about Sonya Dong? I Over like Casey that name. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to... That one's a coin flip for me. That one's going the distance. I'll tell you that right now. That's going the distance. If there's an whatever the over is, unless the odds are crazy for people out there, that's a, that could be a good bet. Bet the over. That one's just definitely going the distance. For who gets it in the distance, I think it's going to be two rounds. I think Casey Kennedy's going to win two rounds to one. Yeah. I like Sonya Dong just because of his name. It has a nice ring to it. Let's see where those odds. Let's see who else is that. Oh, that's close. Minus 118 to minus 112. Yeah, They don't have the, the, the over-under out yet for the round. That's a good one. And on the uh, one, Bobby Green versus Rafael Fiziz, that's going to be a striking onslaught. Both these guys are strikers. Fiziz is going to win that one. That's my pick there. He's got great striking. He's so good. He's so... Fun to watch. Both these guys are fun to watch, but I'm going with Rafael Fazeev in that one. And then Ed Herman is fighting. He was on Ultimate Fighter. He's like 40 years old now. I think the old-timer's going to pull one more out. I think he's going to get one more. I think he's going to get a second-round submission over Alonso Menafield. Okay. Can't wait to see that. He's definitely got a lot more experience than this other guy. He's 10-2. and two. Yeah, Ed Herman has, I think, fought the most consistently out of any UFC fighter over the years. He's fought, I mean, almost every year I think he's fought. I can't remember a time I've not seen him fight for a year, if you want to pull up his record. But he fights all the time. He's fought for a long time, too. The short fuse. Yeah, the short fuse. Go to his uh, Ultimate Fighter 3. Yeah, it was on Tito Ortiz versus Ken Shamrock. That was so funny. If you go down to Mixed Martial Arts Record, Section 5, yeah, then you can see the years. So 18, keep scrolling down, yep, 2018, 2016, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. Oh, he didn't fight in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> so if he did, if he would have fought in 2010, I think he would have fought, is that every year? Yeah, Yeah, he would have fought year, every yeah. single year since he got in the UFC, except for 2010. So he missed one year. So that's what I mean. He's one of the most consistent fighters. He's been around for a long time. And is he on a, he's on a win streak? How many has he got in a row? One, two. He's on a three-fight win streak. Oh, yeah. He lost to Sean Valente, though. That is not a good loss. It was a split <laughs> decision, though, so that kind of speaks, you know. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. 
Vulcan versus Smith. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, probably that one was in uh, New Brunswick, Canada. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, pull the card back up. See if there's any other ones on here that would be good. Uh, scroll over. Nope. Scroll over to the other. Nope. The 265. Yep. Go to the... Yes. Hit the... Yep. More. Okay. Don't care about that one. Scrolling over to the early prelims. Oh, Manuel Cape. He's pretty exciting. I think he's coming off two losses in a row. But one of them was definitely kind of eh. An eh decision. This is a pretty good early prelims. These are not good matchups. So yeah, it's a good card. I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely be watching it. I'm more looking forward to uh, Tough coming up. We're breaking down to the finals right now, yeah. for sure. Oh my god, uh, last this week This last was week so was really good. good. We love Ricky Tercy. Yeah. Tercios, he just fought uh, Ludwig uh, Scholin. <laughs> Scholin, like yeah. Ludwig yeah, and that, um, that was a pretty good fight for so sure. Um, so good. It was three rounds of mayhem. Yeah, That was one of the best episodes of The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I agree. Fun. One of the most uh, best fights in a while for sure. Ludwig Ooh. started off with like, some nice. leg kicks there and then he just didn't really have much for Ricky after that. Yeah, I Ricky outclassed him on the feet and yeah, he couldn't get Ricky very down clear for very Ricky's long. round for sure. Yeah, he, was, he had him beat in all departments. He was the very, he let him, whoo, he just worked him over. Yeah, even in round two, Ludwig, I think he took down Ricky, but Ricky was still doing most of the damage yeah, from the bottom, for sure. And the, he, Ricky even gave him a chance in the third round there. Went right at the end, he's like, let's just swing. He gave him a chance to win, which most guys won't, won't do that, but it was, whoo, that was good. Yeah, that it was, was definitely such a good fight. A Ricky got, sure, yeah. won me over with his last fight, but he... I am uh, a lifetime fan of his now with that one. Oh my god. I'll watch him anytime he fights. God, he's so good. He yeah, is exciting. He's really good at striking. Yeah, he is exciting to watch. Really good with the kicks. What's his uh, concentration? CPJJ, I think. He's just a no, he's just a mixed martial artist. I don't okay. think he generally has a a special a specialty. It seems like he leans towards sort of kicks the most, mm -hmm. but in the third round he just abandoned kicks and began head hunting after that. So yeah, I remember when we were watching it, we were like, "Oh, we should keep going with the kicks," but then he was showing us how hard he could really hit for sure. But I think uh, if he had a little more pop in his punches, he could have knocked him out. Yeah, I think also credit to Ludwig, he definitely had a chin on him though, because I feel tough. like some guys probably wouldn't have even been able to go that long with uh, Ricky. Yeah, maybe. He's tough. But yeah, I wish Ricky they could, uh, <laughs> took um, what's it called? Took track of uh, the strikes and everything in the sets for that fight at least. Yeah, I didn't see what they were. It had to have been like he had to hit him two hundred times. He hit him so many times. Whew, he really worked him over. Yeah, very one-sided decision. I thought. Or I feel like for that second round, it could have been either of their rounds. So no, I'd say. It Ricky won every round. Okay. It was closer in the second round, but he just Ludwig did absolutely no damage in any of the rounds. Yeah, Ricky's a beast, though, you know. He's a monster. He's a monster. A machine. <laughs> yeah, he's a machine. What was that from, that Cuban guy? Yeah. A machine! <laughs> That's Yoel Romero that talks like that. Yeah, I was listening to The it. gay Jesus! <laughs>
So. Yeah, he talks really funny. Yoel Romero. He's not in the OC anymore. He's now signed to Bellator. Yeah, Bellator. I was listening to a podcast and they were kind of talking about him. Like, I guess he's from Cuba or whatever. Yeah. And he was talking about... He claims the Cuban Missile. Yeah, he was talking about when he was, like, training and everything. There was, like, if you didn't do, like, your best and you weren't the best, like, you would only get, like, two meals a day and, you know, something like He's that. He's definitely, or, no, that man is juiced up. He's well fed. He is a juicy boy. He's so juicy. He doesn't, his, his neck, his head, like, can't move. <laughs> it looks like his head just does not move anymore. His neck is thick. It is a thick neck. That's for sure. It's all just like one. Yeah, there's no choking that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. Well, you got anything else on here? On your list of stuff? Well, I'm just more excited just for the future of the show for sure. I'm looking forward to going over this crash course episode. Do you want to give a little sneak peek about that? Something that you think is important that we'll talk I about? I didn't even know we were making this, so. But, um, we talked about it. Well, like, we probably did, dinner, but yeah. I forgot. Oh, I mean, I could name all the champs off for you if you wanted, or the divisions, or it's pretty simple stuff, if you pay attention. Yeah, it's more of an episode catered to the newbies there, so you can skip it if you like, but if you're new to MMA and UFC, you definitely want to tune into that episode there. Lots of gold nuggets of knowledge for that episode. He'll catch you up to what's going on. Yeah, for sure. And so again, DM us, let us know who your picks are, follow on Instagram. Short episode this week. It's only like four minutes shorter than the last episode there, but don't worry because this episode when we interview, that one's going to be a long episode because we're going to be interviewing Eli. We'll get to Bite to Eat and you'll get to see our faces for the first time on a video <laughs> episode. So go ahead and subscribe to Be a Cerebral on YouTube so that way you can turn on your notifications and see that episode. Uh, this has been episode three of Be a Cerebral Podcast. Bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>